Hello and welcome to Conversations in Economic Central. Although this week we're we're going to rename it Conversations in Accounting Central. Isn't that right, Mr. Shaw? Yeah, accounting and Finance Conversations. Absolutely. So here I am, Mrs. B. Today I've got the pleasure of uh, talking with Mr. Shaw. Um, Mr. Shaw is going to help the Year 11 accounting students get ready for their ex forthcoming exam. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we want to do today, Mr. Shaw, if you're okay with this, is to talk a bit about how to prepare for the exam and also to get from you some hints and tips of how to maximise your marks in accounting. Because I know it's quite different to economics in terms of how it's structured and how you get your marks and you need a little bit of a different strategy on how to approach it. Would that be fair? Yeah, it's very fair. It's, it's, it's a very different paper yeah. to economics whereas in economics you know we get that that's right. straight where the marks we do. are you, we do. you know your economic you know your economic figures you know your that's writing right. structure off you go but some of that same theory does apply some okay. of we have our same sort of writing approaches so what's for these year 11s it's first time they've done an exam across the whole year yeah, what's what's the how do you think they should get started on getting ready for this exam I mean, the first thing I always do is uh, look back over your past yep. tests okay. and work out the areas where you've had your greatest areas yep. of weakness or that you found the most challenging yep. and make sure you've done practice questions on there. Great. And there's always key topics that you know are going to come up. Yeah. Balance day adjustments, financial statements, things like that. You know, you're yep. going to have to do something about a depreciation. You're going to have to probably do a disposal of an asset of some sort. Yep. So as long as you're very comfortable with those processes, you know how to clearly structure your workings there, yep. you're going to be in for a very good solid, run. Good run. Now, you mentioned structuring your workings. Now, I know in accounting, this is a really important part of how you complete your exam paper. Yeah. You have to structure, don't you, your workings in a certain way. Can you just expand on what that is and what students should be doing? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the fact that I always remind with my classes, especially with my E12s this year, is you can get 80% in a paper and not have any of your statements balanced. Really? Yeah. Gosh. I think we had one question in our last year 12 exam where you could just do basic workings and get 40% of the exam correct. Goodness me. Because the, the key thing understanding about accounting is it's a procedural profession. Right, okay. It's about clearly demonstrating your process. So if you have very clear workings, my pro tip is always I draw a table. Right. I get my students to draw a table. They have the headings that they yep. highlight to show what they've done where. Yep. The market can find easy marks as long as that's a match on their financial statement. Yep. It... You're, you're set up. It doesn't matter if you've made a mistake because they can see where they can find those sort of follow through right. marks, where you've done the process. So properly. if you don't set out your table with your headings mm -hmm. and you get the wrong answer, you're basically going to get zero. Is that right? Yeah, that's oh, great. Gosh. I mean, there's, there's, I've had students who have gone through in previous papers and they've able to been able to work it out quickly with a few mm -hmm. scrawlings that yeah. as the market can't understand. Yes. And they've got it correct. Okay, they get full marks for that question. But the one time that they get it wrong, yeah. they lose 23 marks in right. one hit. Gosh, so, so, so this being disciplined, mm. headings, table, is really beneficial to students. Yeah. And that's, that's the key thing because that's what, as a marker, you're looking for. As long as it's translating from you've got the line item in your financial mm -hmm. statement, and I can quickly see where that is, quick, easy marks, and it means that when you're doing the paper, you're not getting confused when you're going back and checking. Yeah, so it's kind of like one of my, my gig key points, especially with balance adjustments, take the time to read the question. Yes. It does help, doesn't yeah. it, to slow down? Yeah, I think the temptation is always to rush through and go, I need to get a correct answer, move on to the next paper. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. By taking the time, five minutes, it's five minutes, but you've got your highlighter, you've got your red pen, whatever tool you're using yeah. to understand the keywords. Yeah. I personally 
uh, you uh, the students that have had me, none of you have, but you can go through, I'll highlight key yeah. balance adjustments and I will notate next to that balance adjustment what that means in a little right. code that I know, okay. whether or not, oh, that means I need to draw a disposal of asset ledger. Right. Oh, that means I need to do this. All oh, this is a, you know, a GSC credits account yeah. sort of thing. I can I write little notes to myself on the balance adjustment, um, additional information points. Yeah. And then I then know, okay, so what am I need to do for my workings to show this right. to get my marks? And that. therefore, you, you, even if you make a slight error in your calculation, mm. which is very easy to do when you're doing lots of calculations, oh, yeah. you'll still then really max out on your marks because you're going to get rewarded for following the procedure. And you know, you know what you're doing with a question because you've taken the yeah. time to think about how am I going to approach this. The, the, the temptation is often to do it line item by line item. And that's when sometimes you'll find that sometimes they'll do little tricky things where they've got one right. point that'll contradict another or they'll have a line item in there yeah. that you don't actually have to do because right. it's a different type of financial statement. Exams are full of these little It'll tricks works. to make yeah. sure you're reading the question. Correct. You read the question, you catch those tricks. Well, that's very true. Now, I know with accounting, there's a practical side, which is mm -hmm. what you, you're talking about, but there's also this theory side, isn't there? And, and I get the, the feeling when you talk to some students and, and teachers sometimes that people don't necessarily focus much on the theory of accounting and they, they tend to focus on doing all these calculations and getting that right. The What's the theory all about? Calculations are the hardest part, is why we always focus yeah. on it. But um, I checked this exam, it's 40% theory. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Right, so, so they you, need to know the theory. So you've got your multi-choice section, yep. a big chunk of that is theory, and what's important about that, that's 15 marks mm -hmm. for 15%. Yep. That's each multi-choice question is 1% of your exam, wow. as opposed to your practical, where that's about you know 0.3%. Right, so you, do, you need to do a lot of work in the practical section mm. to be scoring marks. Yeah, whereas if you get 15 out of 15 in your multi-choice, you are flat there at 15%. Before you even start. Before you've even done the rest of the right. paper. The pressure then when you're practical off you. is off. Yeah. If you've got very solid, you've really solidly know your theory to answer those yeah. multi-choice. And the same goes for extended response. Knowing your definitions. Mm -hmm. An asset definition or a liability definition has about three marks attached to it. Right, gosh. So if so, you go in there and you know out of 30 marks the extended response yeah. question, you just know your asset and liability definitions off by heart, you straight up have got 3% of the exam paper done. Gosh. Straight away. And that's just a case of writing out the definitions on palm cards and learning them. Yeah. And There's is, no easy route, is there? You've just got to sit and learn. And in reality, that's really two to three sentences and you've right. only got 3% of the paper. Gosh. And, and is it like economics where they don't have to have um, – you know, they, they can sort of have words around. They, they don't have to be... No, it's word for word. It's word for word. So they've got to learn it. Of course, we are talking about right. uh, legislation. Okay. Uh, whilst this is the this is the big difference between yep. economics. Economics is about sort of like that. This could be this. I would consider it like saying like, you know, like our year 11s will yep. often mix up movement and shift yep. or demand. Yep. They, those two words, yes. whilst we could be synonymous, yep. actually have two very different Correct. meanings. Yeah. That is the same with the right. Sort okay, of so they've that, literally got to write those out, and you got to yeah. sit and learn. It's there's, there's no fun way of doing it. No. Just bulk learn those definitions, yeah. know them like the back of your hand. Yep, and then you're going to regurgitate yep. them when asked. Just write them out. Yep, and then there'll be sort of an application process. Yep, but again, if you know that definition like the back of your hand, and you can yep. regurgitate that out in the exam, then you look back on the case study and go, does this match the definition? If you've got the definition right, that's an easy, easy. question. Yeah, when you get the definition wrong. You're That's when everything starts compounding. So it then unravels, doesn't it? The whole yeah, because you've yeah. got the definition wrong, then you make the uh, the analysis wrong. Oh, yes. 
And it's so just that core a key tip for these students is to go away and learn yep. those definitions off by heart so that they know them back to front, upside down and the right way around. I've, I told um, all my students, I give them before every assessment, they give a huge stack of palm cards and, and a list of definitions out. and off you go. If some of them prefer to write cahoots, whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah. But there is a real benefit, I, mm. I always say as a teacher, of writing things out because it processes through your brain. Yeah. And the more you write it, the better you get. It's, it's repetition. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, get palm your palm cards off to your family. And yes, just as you're and, sitting and, at and dinner, you can all join in. You can all join in what the fun. Absolutely. You can educate yeah. other people. Now, what other tips have we got for these year 11s, Mr. Shaw? Um, my other key tip just before we go, is also on ratios. Ratios, right. Ratios okay. always has a question Yep. Uh, that comes up because it's a nice sort of easy sum up yep. topic, I think, when we're analyzing a, a business's yep. financial position. So always remember key easy marks for that is the little writing structure. Yes. Is state the position of the business. Yes. So say, for example, we've got a business with a low debt to equity. Yes, ratio. okay, yep. Say the position. Oh, they have a low, low debt to equity, position. which means that they have maybe the inability to fund future payments. Correct. They have poor cash flow. Yeah. We then explain what that means, yep. why that might be happening. Yep. Oh, they have a high amount of you know accounts payable. Yeah. Oh, they haven't had a lot of cash sales. You know, right. oh, they've taken on a lot of uh, a lot of other sort of loans or yep. sort of liabilities. Reference the source so we have specific yeah. information. And then when I ask you to make a recommendation, you then go on to make a recommendation like, oh, they just need to you know, increase sales. Oh, they need to dispose of an asset to, yeah. to reduce liabilities. Yeah. All that sort of stuff that you can then make whatever recommendation yeah. suits. Yep. Um, but it's just a quick, easy process because that's, that's how we mark our structure. Right, the okay. Piece. That's what we're looking so for. So I get the sense here that there's a lot of following structures and processes mm -hmm. and not deviating from the path. Yes, it is uh, is the hardest part of the subject. It's yes. not a, a a subject where you can bluff. Yes, we don't want mavericks, do we? We no. don't want people coming in. They are basically following accounting procedures, accounting processes, accounting definitions, and mm -hmm. sticking to the path they've been given. Yep. Essentially, you, you think about uh, imagine an accountant working in a business. Yep. If you've got someone that's gone, look, someone <laughs> will kind of make sense of this, and then you've got ten people doing that all. Business yes. is going to collapse. The yes, books are yes, going to be in a mess. Yes. No one's going to know yes. what's happening. That's why accountants are so chop, 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 chop. chop. That's all right. Yeah. Because there has to be no if, buts, and maybe. Because remember, what's the one thing everyone gets really upset about in life? Money. Absolutely. Absolutely. It causes more divorces, it, it, more business it, collapses it than anything else, else in the world. In the world. So yeah. you get that right, everything else so, falls into place. So, so the students for that. Now, presumably, there's lots of practice questions in their textbook. There's lots yep. of practice exams that we've got on Compass. There's, there's past exams on Compass, I believe. I checked. Yeah. And uh, there should be past assessments. And they're welcome to come see me. And I've got oodles. Perfect. Oodles of Perfect. So, so really, the message to these year 11s is we don't need to get ourselves highly stressed. We're going to no. focus on practice. We're going to focus on learning our definitions and our theory. And we're going to give this our best crack. Exactly. Excellent. Clear, focused, calm. Clear, focused, calm. I think that's a great message, Mr. Shaw. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Bye now.